Rejects are back with your royalty. And it's your boy Young Fly Then the rest. Yes, everyone. The hip hop rejects are back in the building and we plan on not leaving you guys again. Um took a hiatus for a little bit, you know. Um we pretty much were trying to just trying to cut the plate. Um kind of like where we're gonna go with the podcast. Um we also kind of got during the holiday season kind of burned out um, and just really just wanted to recollect ourselves and um, just try to figure out, you know, how to make the podcast better uh, and um, other things that, you know, on top of that was a holiday, so yeah, a lot of stuff to do with family, so yeah, man, we was like rookies in the game, so you know we had to get everything straight. So we become vets, you know what I'm saying? So you know, like you said, it was a holidays, and I had some personal medical issues to take care of. So you know, and like you said, it was just becoming a chore to do the podcast with everything we had coming going on. But like you said, we're back no breaks well we're gonna try not to have any big long breaks like this one and we got some things some new things for you guys um as the season progresses yep so man it's been it's been a long time coming um i know me and you both man we sat here and discussed you know you know how we wanted to how we wanted to take this thing to the next level and um, we plan on doing it. Um, new thing about the podcast, you know, you originally listened to the first, uh, what was it, what, 13, 14 episodes. I really count this as 14 minus the BT Awards edition. Um, but we really just um, kind of want to make it. We kind of felt like we were constricted based on how we kind of like structured the podcast. And we want it to be more of a opinion show. We can, we're gonna continue to talk about, you know, talk about hip hop and everything that, that comes up in it on a, on a day-to-day basis. But we also, we're gonna talk about some other things, other things, you know, current events, stuff like that. We wanna make it more open, you know, um, give people our thoughts and opinions and you guys can also share your thoughts with us, um, you know, emailing us at uh, hiphoprejects at gmail.com of course and you know just want to make it a whole lot more fun you know we want it to feel like it's a chore because that's kind of what it felt like in the beginning so I want to make it more loose more fun you know have a good time so yeah man that's all we want to do we want to make this uh, a fun thing for everybody that's involved in it Um, one thing that I want from this is that it's beneficial to all our listeners. So that's why we open it up to make it broader. And um, we just want to make sure you guys get, you know, your current events and everything that's going on in the world from us also. Right. 
Well, yeah, so um, as we kick it off, um, so it's been a lot of stuff been going, a lot of stuff that's been going down in, in the world in general, um, a lot of things. Uh, first thing we want to kick it off with is things with uh, Jay-Z's uh, streaming service title. Uh, we got breaking on Monday night. Uh, T.I. announced that he has just signed to Rock Nation and is also being part of uh, he's now a shareholder part, well how they said it partial owner in title. So um, me personally, being a T.I. fan man um, honestly don't really know how I feel. I mean y'all can listen to the previous episodes and know how I feel about um, the whole title situation with you know them locking out people out of music and locking locking the fans, certain artists out of content and stuff like that, kind of feel this is going to kind of be somewhat of the same thing. Um, with Ti being on Rock Nation, I mean I'm glad that he found the you know found a new label to go to and that's all good and cool and everything. Um, but I almost kind of feel like you know on Rock Nation you got. You know, you got Rihanna, you got Jay-Z, you got, of course, Kanye is somewhat, you know, a part of that and, and, and to a certain extent as well. Um, who else we got? Uh, you got you got J. Cole. And Rock Nation is kind of becoming like, if I can give a sports analogy real quick, title is, not title, but Rock Nation is becoming like, you take your, you take, basketball team, for example, and you put all of the best in the NBA on the, on the team, doesn't really make it the best team in the world because there's too many people on the team trying to be stars and then other people will be trying to be playing other people's positions. So I don't really feel I don't really feel too positive about the whole title thing with T.I. going over there. But we'll uh, we'll hold cross our fingers and see what happens. Yeah, I just recently saw a preview for T.I.'s new video that's going to only be on title. So, you know, yeah, if y'all remember how it was with the Jay-Z beat, I mean, with the Beyonce and Nicki Minaj video, you know, you couldn't see it unless you had title and things like that. So, I mean, I understand they're trying to make money and things of that nature because videos used to be one of the things that would break an artist. So I guess they're saying if they're going to put all their money into a video, then they want to recoup some of the money from it. But at the same time, the video is supposed to be a type of promotion. And if people can't see your promotion because of them not being, not subscribing to title, then you still kind of losing in the first place. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, I, like, I get where they're coming from on the whole. Uh, I get where they're coming from on the whole side of thing. Like I said, you know, I share my thoughts with you know. I feel like you know the whole thing with them, you know, making the artists as part owner and stuff like that, where they feel like they're you know, you know, it's, I know it's a more of a, a royalty and money thing, and everybody feels like they're getting screwed by you know the labels and stuff like that. But at the same time, I do kind of feel with title, they're kind of still kind of sticking it to the fans in a sense. 
with the service if you don't if you're not signed up for the service and it's not something that where as we kind of see now a lot of the stuff that shows up on there it doesn't really getting released out to the public in like a, in like in a timeline it's not where it's something we're gonna end up getting to be able to see some of this stuff within you know six months or three months or a year or whatever. So it's like, it's something that's just permanently, if you ain't, if you don't ever sign up inside it, then you probably never see these. You probably never see or hear these, hear these records that the, that, you know, these artists come out with. So. Yeah, man, it's, uh, I mean, like we said, we understand them trying to get paid for what they do, you know, but you know, they forgetting about the fans in so many other ways. And, you know, so you want us to buy your records. You want us to pay for your streaming service. Next thing, you want us to buy your apparel. Next thing you know, I mean, we had to pay for those your shows. So, I mean, what else are we going to have to pay for? Yeah, it's like, what's next? Everybody going to start making us pay for mixtapes? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking that, like, are we going to have to pay for mixtapes next? I mean, yeah. one of the, the, I mean, some of the best music we get from J. Cole is from his mixtapes. So, I would hate for the, for, for, uh, Friday Night Lights part two to come out and then I gotta pay $10 for it. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're used to it, you know, mixtapes being a thing that they, you know, they almost hard to say, you know, mixtape is like, like giving to the fans. So, but, um, being that we talk about title, another segue into another topic about about the streaming service. Um, Samsung is in a bid to try to buy title, um, and actually on top of that, Google is in that same in that same bid as well. So, um, Samsung is really, really trying to really, really trying to up one on um, on Apple Music. They're trying to do everything because evidently that uh, what's the name of the um, Samsung streaming service? Uh, was it Mute Music or some junk like that? Or I think so. Something. Yeah, it's something. Else. It's not very, not a very attractive name, and I don't think I want to subscribe to no Milk Music. That don't even sound right. But um, yeah, that's what it's called, Milk Music. That's the name of the app. Yeah, but the whole the Galaxy thing. That's that's not. It's not working for Samsung. Sorry. Yeah, but um, I got a feeling if Samsung was to purchase Title, they might end up doing what they did with Jay Z's Magna Carta album. How, if you're a Samsung owner, you might get Title with the for purchase free. of the phone. With the, yeah, the of phone. yeah, or something of the. Something else was yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of, yeah. When you bring it up about the bank the car, I kind of feel like that's gonna be something, or they're gonna probably try to roll it up into. Because let's see, last Jay Z album, Bang um, Carter came out when? Oh, uh, was it twenty fourteen? Yeah, twenty fourteen. So twenty fourteen, we in twenty sixteen. It's been two years. Uh, it's about to be time for another Jay Z album. So. Um, I mean, word is Jay Z said he's not making another album. Yeah, he probably man, he probably says that just to just for shock and awe. Come on now, 
Yeah, he's probably. I I wouldn't be surprised if Jay hits a Beyonce, and you know, all of a sudden, that one one night, he just all of a sudden just drops an album on title, and nobody nobody knows about it. No promo. He doesn't know promo. What we what they call it? No, there's no promotion, no video, no single, no nothing. Just drops the album, and then pretty much legitimately breaks the internet. Yeah. That's so, yeah. what they. That's what they like nowadays. They want something to break the internet. Yeah, that's that's the that's the new hotness. Is break the internet. So I don't doubt. I don't believe him saying that's just like him. You know, it's just like him saying. You know, many times he said he was gonna retire. He's still right. Living. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. So no, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, speaking of the Samsung purchasing title thing, now. We all know that even if you have an Apple phone, you still have to purchase Apple Music. Right. So that's what's going. I, I and that's why I'm thinking that um, Samsung is going to give it for free simply because if they know if if people know if you have a Samsung phone like the new Galaxy, I think it's coming out this summer. If you have the Galaxy Seven. And they own title, and you can get title for free. That's gonna kind of sway people over from Apple to, you know, Samsung. You, right. you see what I'm saying? I mean, they competing so much that you know they gotta find. Then, you they, know, they, they gotta find some type of way to to pull in the consumer to try to you know to try to put them in their, in their favor as far as the purchase of especially the you know with Samsung versus Apple and things of that nature because be I mean you know Samsung Samsung is, can be very gimmicky when it comes to this stuff case in point the edge phone and I still don't see the point of being able to see a notification on my text message while my phone is face down yeah I don't uh, let's not also talk about Samsung with their um, when it used to be a thing about I think it was like three years ago um, the TV the, the voice activated TV where you can change channel with your voice. Let's be real. Yeah, we all see how it works. If you got a house for the baby's kids, that TV is not going to hear you. Right, you we all see how that worked out. <laughs> exactly. Nobody talks about it anymore. <laughs> and plus, they were super expensive. They weren't for the everyday consumer. Shoot, what 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 TV is nowadays is what a regular consumer <laughs> with the shoot with the with the way the economy is right now, man. Shoot, yeah, man. Um, we gonna um, get into that too because I would like to talk about what's going on with um the presidential nominees later on in the show if we have time. So, or maybe okay. next show, maybe next show. So we'll see. Okay, all right. So, um, you know, it's, you know, late February. We're recording this on, um, what's today? Um, February 25th. Um, yeah. Uh, we're kind of late, of course, but we want to, you know, bring up the uh, bring up the Grammys. Um, I personally didn't get a chance to watch it, but I did um, get a chance to watch the Kendrick Lamar um, performance. Very, very good performance. Um, for the most part, I know most of the Kendrick Lamar uh, 
primarily swept the Grammys as far as for as far as in the hip hop in the hip hop category. I went through the results and kind of looked at it the the night after. Yeah, he was he really did. I think he got like four Grammys. Yeah, something like if that. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was it was a bunch. But his performance was like a shocker to the crowd, and you it's, know, it's, it's, okay, okay, let's so so with that, okay. I don't get like okay, and we can also pull in the other thing we was gonna talk about too, which was the whole okay, let's bring up Super Bowl with Beyonce and the um, her formation video. I don't like honestly. I do not get the uproar and why it's such a big deal with what she did and what Kendrick Lamar did. I don't see. I don't understand why it's so controversial. Because if you, I can give you examples of a couple things. Okay, in the beginning of hip hop, you had Public Enemy that were fight the power. Same type of, and you had that era of hip hop where it was just fighting against, you know, whatever was going on, where there was, you know. Um, racial tension in you know the Rodney King Rodney King situation, or just in just in general, or that just was a subject of the times that people you know wanted to express themselves with music. Music is a is a thing of expression. Another example, okay, let's compare two artists two artist performances here. Um, this was actually something that was up on Facebook that I passed by. They gave a Madonna performance. And it was more the the dancers had on satanic horns pretty much in the performance, and you compare her performance to Beyonce. But so so devil devil worshiping is okay versus you trying to make you know the Black Panthers look bad. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that what the Black Panthers did in the past was you know you know 100 percent okay. But at the same time, don't make them out to be as bad, you know, as some people perceive to be that didn't in, in court because you didn't, you weren't there and you didn't live in the time period. So how do you really know? You're just going off of what a book, a book somebody wrote about them. Right. And, you know, what a lot of people don't know is, what a lot of white people don't know is that programs that they, one of the programs that they, Benefit that they benefit from when they had their children was was started by the Black Panthers, which is Women, Infant, and Children, which we all call WIC. That was started by the Black Panthers, and the government seen what it did, and they started providing it too. So before you judge an organization, find out more about them. You know what I'm saying? Um, you want to call them a terrorist group? But the only terrorist, homegrown terrorist group that's still functioning that I don't see nobody bothering or downplaying other than the black people are the Ku Klux Klan. And with me being from the South, with me living in Mississippi, you know, they don't show their face around the area that we live in. They did once before back in the early 90s and they almost got killed. So, you know, they they... That is a real terrorist organization, and they've been formed ever since the 1800s, late 1800s. So before you try to 
and I don't, I've never seen anything positive from the Ku Klux Klan. So before people try to denigrate the Black Panthers, find out more about them and see what they did, they only use violence toward the police when the police unjustly did something to neighborhoods. And the Black Panthers just didn't have all black people in it. They had white people. They had Asians. They were for anybody that was facing, you know, racial injustice, any oppression. Yeah, right. Any oppression from the police in the system that was established at that time. Right. Um, Other thing about that. Okay. So formation video. I watched the video, I think probably like a couple of days after it dropped or whatever. I, you know, at first I was trying to kind of sort of ignore it. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I'm like, because everybody know we have, there's a lot of people, you know, internet, diehard Beyonce fans. I don't run so quickly to a Beyonce video too much. Um, but I just had to see what the whole, you know, what the whole hoopla was about with the whole thing. And the whole thing is like, okay, this is what I got from the video. Beyonce from that video, is Beyonce, of course, Houston, yes, um, which is right next to Louisiana. Light-skinned chick. So, therefore, um, I'm pretty sure she probably has Creole roots, So, which Creole dates back to Louisiana. Yeah, she also, said it in the song. Right. And I see, I didn't even pick it up from her. I just picked it up just from just from watching the imagery. I didn't want even too much paying attention to what, what she was what she was saying. I pretty much just looked at the imagery because that's what everybody's been talking about. Okay, so pretty sure she has roots out of Louisiana, you know, for whatever, you know, whatever, because she has Creole roots. So other thing, everybody was like, Okay, the kid is dancing in front of the in front of the ride squad saying, Please don't shoot. It's it's a message of showing what's going on in the, what's what's going on in the world, because case in point, there was a little kid that got shot in Chicago by cops. There was a little kid named Tamir Rice that was shot by cops. Right, a twelve-year-old so, boy. Right, so it could have been it could have been something as as up to to that as well. Um, also. Katrina is another example. Um, case in point, it's 2016. Katrina happened in 2006. We're about to hit the 10, ten year anniversary, so that could have been a pre. That could have been a tribute to that particular situation. They were about to come up on in August of this year. So I mean, I'm like, I'm not. Nah, the 10 year anniversary was back in August of 05. 05? It was 05? Yeah, it was 05. Trust me, it was 05. I was living down there. <laughs> Okay, so okay, so I mean, but still, I mean, it's still you know milestone, whatever you know. She still probably want to right. you know bring up bring up the situation or whatever, however. But you know, I just like I said, I, I honestly don't get it. I feel like you know the world that I personally grew up in. I think like now we're so we're so peace we're so PC, and what I mean by PC is we're so the world right now is so politically correct about every single thing. They don't want you to, they don't want you to whip your child. They don't, it's like, there's all this stuff. They don't, they don't, you know, they don't want you to do that. You that their claim is not, claim is not right. It's like, come on, man, look, I got a kid, like whatever I do and how I discipline my child is my business. And as long as you don't hurt them. Right. As long as I don't do no bodily harm where I'm trying to like, like the child is about to be in, you know, in, um, then, yeah, let me punish my child the way I want to. 
and it's just it's you know, it's just it's just like it's just we are just the how I want to say. I mean, uh, in my uh, opinion, in my opinion, um, and especially with the, with the police officers, they don't want nobody to talk against them and talk about what they're doing because they talk about they have a dangerous job. But you signed up for that job. Nobody made you do that job, and it's not your job to be ex- the executioner and the jury. You have a taser, you have a baton. You don't always have to reach for your weapon. Yeah, there are plenty. And, of, there, there, yeah, there are plenty of situations where you know, there. Yes, you're not supposed to, as a, as as an officer, you know, from what you know, from what we know as the general public, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to shoot the kill. You're supposed to, you know, neutralize basically. And in those in a lot of the, in a lot of the situations, they you know that that hasn't been done. Yes, there are you know bad and corrupt cops. I mean, there are people that just are. There are people that are just drunk with power um, when they're given a, a position of power, and that that can be that goes from your that goes from your police officer all the way up to your CEO of the of a fourteen five hundred company. I mean, people just. That just does that to people when they feel like they can they can control people's fates when it comes to anything or your life or your your life or your livelihood is in their hands, whether it be you know by a lethal weapon or whether it be financially. So it's just right. I mean, and then like I was watching a video of a cop that was arrested for. He got caught um, raping women. He was using his badge to rape women and sexually uh, uh, assault women. And while he was getting his sentence, he started crying. You didn't think you, he you, you, he thought he was going to never get caught because he was a police officer, but you want to start crying when you get your sentence. And then they're going to put you in jam pop. So they're going to put you in there where you don't put other people probably unjustly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they they don't think about that. They don't oh, think yeah, about yeah. the... Oh, yeah. the no, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. All I was saying is they don't, they don't think about the fact that there's a possibility that you can't get caught and then the same people that you whose lives you ru- ruin you're going to have to see them again. That's why I'm a firm believer in karma. What goes around comes around, and you're going to get yours in one way or the other. And these police officers need to start realizing it. Uh, yeah, that's one thing, yeah, that's one thing they do got to realize, man, because, you know, um, especially with that situation you mentioned about the cop that was, you know, raping the women or whatever, and, you know, they should be the most coldest coldest, you know, coldest, you know, guys in jail, uh, that's some people, you know, pressure point is like, you know, raping women and, and hurting hurting kids. Uh, you just made yourself automatically a victim when they find out what you're in for. So Right. And then they want to talk about their families. Look how many families' lives you've ruined for somebody just having a little weed on them or 
you know, like a man went to jail for stealing some food for his family. Okay, yeah, he could have went to jail, but you could have also just made him do community service and work the time off, but you put him in prison. You know, it's just the system is flawed because we got prisons built in this company that there are prisons for profit. The same companies that wouldn't even hire these black men, these Latino men, or these underprivileged white people, the same companies that wouldn't hire them want them in jail so they don't have to pay them. Man, I, I swear, man, we need a, we need to get this system changed. And I mean, it needs to change immediately before this country totally gets fed up and revolts, and then we'll be at another civil war. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, with that being said, you know, talking about, you know, talking about the unjust things and things of that nature in the country. Um, yeah, I know you said you brought up, young, you know, you know, you know, we'll give some thoughts on um, these presidential candidates. Um, me, per- okay, I get my take on it. Me personally, I honestly like. I'm not the most not the most political person. I don't particularly watch a lot of the debates and things of that nature. I know with the, the, the people who are in the running right now are, it doesn't, right, to be honest, it don't look good. I'm talking about whether you be Republican or, or Democrat. It just don't look good for either side, honestly. Like, everybody's they're not nobody's coming to the table with anything that's that's worth anything honestly I mean me I'm the opposite of you I'm very political I've been political ever since high school because what made me start into politics was when Greenville got our first black mayor and I seen how the city started to die because a lot of the white people started moving because they didn't want a black mayor so, you know, politics started to, I, I needed to understand politics and understand why people do things they do. In my opinion, I don't see a Republican candidate that's going to help people like me and you, Royalty, the common man. Um, I don't trust Hillary Clinton because she's one of the people that gave Wall Street the power that caused our financial crisis a couple of years ago. I mean, the only person I see I can vote for is Bernie Sanders. And that's simply because, I mean, he is proposing that we make Wall Street pay for education. He is proposing that, you know, we take marijuana off the the, the list of, you know, drugs so that it can be used for profit. I mean, do you know how much if, if if every state legalized marijuana, how much tax revenue that could be for the cities, for local schools, you know, and uh, marijuana is not a dangerous drug. Only thing it does is make you sleep and hungry. <laughs> That's all marijuana does. It makes you sleepy and hungry. It's not cocaine. It doesn't turn you into a junkie. And if it's legalized, 
and people don't go to jail for it, there's less people in jails, there's less there's less breaking up homes and families, there's revenue for taxes and things of that nature. He's also, and I need to attest to this, he is also, you know, speaking of not socialized medicine, but a medical system where everybody is treated fairly. We need that. I mean, I, I'm a beneficiary of Obamacare, but I got people, and I know people that Obamacare doesn't work for. Yeah, he wants this. <laughs> right. <laughs> he He's one of those people where it's going to work for everybody. Listening to his plan on medicine, it works for everybody. He wants to make Wall Street pay, pay their fair share. He wants to make Wall Street pay back the money that we use, that, that the taxpayers pay to build you know, bail them out. And he wants to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now, $15 an hour, you got people in these companies saying, oh, we can't afford that. Yes, you can. That means you just can't have, you got to give up one of your islands you can bought. Yeah, with that, like, okay. With the $15 an hour, that part, I agree. Um, But I don't think think all occupations should have that should be given that large of an increase on minimum wage on some I'll give you an example. A couple months, I think it was latter part of last year, McDonald's. Employees were protesting um, for wanting to be paid fifteen dollars an hour. Based on what they get paid currently, yes, I do feel they should get a pay rate increase that is feasible for food service, but not $15 an hour. Um, but I also think that with a lot of these, for example, with the mega business of a McDonald's, I think as big as that company is, I think they should have more of a, a structure other than just moving from cashier to drive through to cook and manager. I think it should be some other things in place to give employees like, you know, hope to be able to move up in the company because that's the problem with a lot of, with a lot of occupations is that, you know, you get into a position and you don't really, there's, there's a glass ceiling most of the time and you only can get to where you get to where you started. And there's no hope for, you know, increasing income because, man, cost of living is going up every every day. But, you know, nobody's everybody's not getting that, you know, that pay increase to to match to match it. So and I mean, you got some I mean, it's some situations where, like, for example, you have at one of the McDonald's here, there's this old guy that works there and he's working there because. He got laid off his job, you know, during the financial crisis. And when, and that job moved, you know, that job moved from Greenville. So he works there. What is this old man supposed to do making $7 and some change an hour? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, but I think, I feel like if they do raise minimum wage to $15 an hour, it's up to that company to set a high standard for their employees. And if their employees don't, don't live up to that standard of what customer service is, then 
there's there's always somebody willing to take that job and do that job. Right. I mean, this yeah. all yeah. as as me being a manager recently in my last job. My job was a customer service job. That's all they preach: customer service, customer service, customer service. And if we and if we had an employee that didn't get good customer service, that that employee was reprimanded. So you know, some companies do it, some companies don't. Chick Fil A and fast food has the best customer service of all fast food restaurants. Oh man, let's talk about Chick Fil A, man. Chick Fil A. When I go in Chick Fil A, it's downright freaking creepy how happy they are when I go in there. And I'm like, man, what the heck? I'm like, what, what Kool-Aid are is Chick-fil-A drinking? Because they are like, <laughs> they're like freaking Pleasantville happy when they talk to you. Especially, and especially here in, in Houston, man. It's just like, I go to Chick-fil-A and it's like, um, why are you so happy? It's just, just it, it's I creepy. Mean, that's what you're supposed to do on your job. You're supposed to be happy that you got a job. I mean, yeah. yes. You yes, everybody has problems, but when you go into work, you post leave your problems at the door. Right. Do your job, pick your problems back up, and go home with them. Don't bring your problem from home to work. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. In the, you know, in the fast food business, that does a you know that's a thing that's definitely a really big problem. Um, like you said, like you know, Chick Fil A, Chipotle, um, places like that are a prime a great example of customer service. The more you know, more modernized experience that there's reason why that's so successful and why people like to go there and like to eat there a lot. Um, right. Another, uh, a very bad example is Walmart. Um, oh, man, don't get me started on Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, with like Walmart is like, I don't, I don't forget, I don't get their philosophy with the lines. I've never got their philosophy. Um, the other part is, um, just this, just so like you go into them and it's just so they're so grumpy. It's like, like, dude, like, man, look, you chose to work here. You, you know, you, I know you, you know, you're looking for a job. You chose to work here, so you know, be happy, deal with it. So, and, and then, like, you go on Walmart and you see somebody walk in, and you be like, oh, excuse me, can you help me um, with this? And, no, this is not my department. And they walk off like, really. I mean, the whole storage department. Exactly. It's like, can you? Okay, then since you can't help me, can you get somebody to help me? Um, yeah, that's, that's the difference between Walmart and Target for the most part, man. It's like you know, and then, you know, case in point to to the whole Walmart thing. Um, I know I read a report that you know people trying to blame the whole closing of Walmart on the um, you know the 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 Obama how everybody likes to blame stuff on the president when it comes in relation to that with the economy and jobs, things of that nature. I think that's fairly highly not true because you can probably go to any Walmart nowadays versus let's compare Walmart of the early nineties to the Walmart of now Walmart of now majority of them are could like for the most part, to be, to be, to be, to be completely honest, they are they they have a reputation. Everybody, you know, there's a, that have been on Facebook. You've seen the comparison of Walmart versus Target on your feed with the, the type of people that shop at Target and the type of people that shop at Walmart. And you know that crap is not far from the truth. So right. they've you know with companies that being like a Walmart, 
they have over 11,000 locations. When you get to you get to a point in a company that big, man, you're going to you're going to hit the ceiling and Walmart has hit the ceiling. So now they got to start closing down locations. And I got a feeling probably in the next probably five years, you're going to probably see them probably revamping those stores and trying to make them look a whole lot more aesthetic and more pleasing to the eyes and probably be a little bit more customer customer friendly than they used to be. So. Right. And see, I mean, um, with companies like Walmart, they, they, they're companies that hire anybody. And, you know, I mean, I, I feel like with some jobs, that ought to be a screening test. You know, you got to have people that know how to talk. You got to have people that know how to count. I mean, when you got, when you got people dealing with money, you know, and you should have always tell somebody in the department, don't, if you're open peak hours in a place like Walmart is 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. at all times, all your lines should be open and all, somebody should be in every department. Right. Yeah, but they don't, you know, they don't pay attention to them. I mean, they just, just uh, you know, everybody know people go to Walmart and spend their money, so they don't care, so. Yeah, right. And then speaking yeah. of people, and, 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 and this is my issue with Republicans. You want to say that Obama has ruined the economy. You want to say that he has created job loss uh, with Obamacare. You want to say all this and that. Gas here in my city is a dollar and 31 cents a gallon. Roughly about the same, yeah. Lowest, cheapest one I go to, yeah, about a dollar thirty-seven here as well. I can afford gas now. I can put twenty dollars to fill my car up. The deficit is cut in half. The deficit, yeah. he inherited a over a trillion dollar deficit, and it's under that now. So what did he ruin? Tell now, me that now with the whole gas. Okay, I stay in the oil. Okay. I stay in Houston. Houston is an oil city. Um, yes, it's agreed. Yes, I agree that, you know, cheaper gas prices is cool and better for our pockets. But I also have to think about the, the flip side of the coin because I stay in a city that's pretty much driven by the gas industry. There's a lot of, it's going to be, there's going to be a, a large influx because of the, because of the low prices because, you know, gas, you know, oil companies are going to start cutting jobs. And I know there's places here in Houston, man, they're cutting jobs like left and right with the with the cheap gas. But I think I think but I also think though, a lot of the cheap gas though is um for some cases I think it's a regional thing because I know in some places gas is somewhat still high in some other places. So um it could be just I us mean, it could be just us experiencing this in the South. Um well, another reason gas has got it so cheap is because of the sanctions that have been taken off of uh, Iran. That um, the deal that President Obama brokered with Iran and Iran is able to sell that oil now. So we're not just getting oil from Venezuela anymore or just from Iraq and places like that. You know, Iran has had so much oil and backlog that it flooded 
it, it it flooded the oil market. So prices had to drop because there was more oil. So, you know, it's going to balance back out again. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would it say, should, man, it like, should never get. It should never get as high as it was, but I'm, look, you know, no, take it for what it is. We are just enjoy it while you got it. <laughs> Honestly, just enjoy it. Just enjoy why while it's low. Um, it's not like I said. Not it's not completely 100 percent a great thing because you know people who work in that industry, you know, want to run the potential of you know job loss and layoffs and stuff like that. But you know, at the same time, you know. People with larger vehicles that chose by large vehicles can now not cry at the pump anymore. So, yeah. I mean, just the, in the economy that we have in America, capitalistic economy, somebody is going is to always suffer. That's just how how this economy was set up from the beginning. It, if 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 something is cheaper, somebody gonna suffer. If something is higher, somebody gonna suffer. You had more people suffering from high gas prices than you had than you have suffering from low gas prices. That's just how the math works. If Bro. people stop driving, if people stop driving and walk everywhere, guess what? They still gonna lose their job because won't nobody be needing gas. And if, if we all roll bikes in America came just one of those healthy countries where we don't want nothing but electric cars and we won't um we don't want to use coal yeah we don't want to use coal to create energy we just want to use uh solar energy and we want to ride bikes and all of that if we became that type of country if we became a green country they still gonna lose their jobs Either way, somebody gonna lose, and somebody gonna win. So, the so why sacrifice the many for the few? All right. All right, man. Uh, we winding down on it. Um, winding down on it. Uh, getting close to an hour mark. Want to try to keep the show, keep the show at an hour's length on this uh, on this new. Uh, season of the Hip Hop Rejects. Um, make sure you guys hit us up on Instagram at the Hip Hop Rejects, on our Twitter at Hip Hop Rejects. Also, we you can also now find the podcast on SoundCloud now. Uh, so please make sure you guys check us out on there. Um, a new thing that we're doing as well. Uh, make sure you guys on our SoundCloud page we have a donation button now. Uh, become a patron of the podcast. And if you, if you love the show, want to see us do do more things and have better shows, um, and it's just you know, shows not free for the most part. Uh, we kind of like take care of this out of pocket for the most part. So um, share the love and donate to the show. Um, I think that's it, young man. Like um, only thing I'm gonna say is we really appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all for sticking with us. And, you know, y'all continue to be blessed. And we'll see y'all next week. All right. Peace.